Uh, let me tell you about preborn. Recently, there was a study out that showed 60% of women. This is such a sad stat. Uh, sad stat. 60% of women who had abortions said they wished they would have given birth, but they didn't feel they had support from others and didn't have financial security, and so they made that decision. That is so unbelievably tragic uh, and something that we can correct. Preborn is stepping in to fill, fill that gap. Women are being told their babies are just clumps of cells. So the first thing, they blow a hole through that one by giving them a free ultrasound and then postnatal care. Once they've introduced a, money, a mother through her unborn child, uh, she's twice as likely to choose life for that child. And then they empower these women and stay with them and help them along the way for the first two, two and a half years. Nobody's doing that. When you support preborn, you empower women. Your donation of $28 will help a woman make a choice that she won't have to regret for the rest of her life. It's the ultimate blessing. 28 bucks, dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or visit preborn.com slash Glenn. That's preborn.com slash Glenn. America. Well, things are it's a, it's a split day for Donald Trump. He is sitting now and he's going to be testifying in his civil fraud trial in New York today. He's expected to take the stand. And then on the other hand, the good news, he is in the in the battleground states, 5 out of the 6 battleground states. He's starting to crush Biden. And the numbers in multiple polls do not look good for the Democrats and Biden. We'll start there and your phone calls today, 888-727-BECK. We begin in 60 seconds. First, Legacy Box wants to take your preservation of family history to the next level. You have to understand, you are the archivist of your family. How many times have these pictures, videotapes, and everything else been handed on from one person to the next and maybe they'll make a digital copy of a picture you need to make sure that you have everything converted digitally and preserved you are the keeper of american history and right now you can convert your vhs tapes or all of your videotapes your film reels to digital for just eight dollars each that is 65 percent off the regular price 
You want to do something fantastic for Christmas? Get their uh, Legacy Box Black Friday sale right now and convert all of your tapes and film reels to digital for just $8 each. It's normally almost 30 bucks. 65% off, don't wait. This is a limited time offer. It's selling out fast and it's early Black Friday from legacybox.com slash Beck. That's legacybox.com slash Beck. So we've been talking about the New York Times poll that has come out. And give me a snapshot of that just to recap, Stu. Basically, there is a, it was a poll of swing states, which in my view is a better way of doing these polls than like a national number. Because in reality, we all know that, you know, Donald swing Trump states, is going to yeah. win Idaho. And the fact that they can pull a few votes out of that to make it a national number isn't all that important. I'm right? worried about Texas, quite honestly. Lots of new people in Texas. You, If they can, I mean, if there's any kind of fraud in this state. And by the way, look, they're challenging um, Ted Cruz. Well, they challenged Ted Cruz before and he won. Yeah, right? but. I, I, yeah, Beto O'Rourke and threw more money at it than you could ever imagine. Yeah. And he still lost. Like Again, and when it comes to the fraud thing, look, he, that's almost a separate topic, right? Like if you're, yes. I'm looking at, you can only look at this at what's actually going to happen. Sure. If, if they do some trickery, what are you going to do? Yeah. There's no way you yeah, can yeah. predict that. Um, but when it comes to these uh, five sta- uh, six states, excuse me, you have a situation where Joe Biden is losing five of them. And uh, by some of them, very large margins, Nevada by 10 to Donald Trump. Now, Nevada of these swing states is probably one of the more difficult ones for Republicans to win. It's the more, one of the more blue states out of these. Um, Georgia, you have Trump by six. Arizona, Trump by five. Michigan, Trump by five. Pennsylvania, Trump by four. If Donald Trump wins Pennsylvania by four points, he's going to win the election. Yes. Um, and then finally, Wisconsin, which is actually polled, has been one of those states that has, in polling, been off more than almost every other state. Every, almost always, Wisconsin seems to look more positive for Democrats, and it winds up being in the actual election, and that's important to remember. Mm. But Wisconsin uh, here was Biden plus two. Now, uh, the other candidates, they did DeSantis and Haley in these polls as well. Both DeSantis and Haley win Wisconsin comfortably, actually. And neither DeSantis or Haley lose any state against Joe Biden. Any of these six. That's not That has not been something that's been talked about as much. There are two states in which DeSantis is even with uh, Joe Biden. But both Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis either win or are tied in all six of these states. This is the most bizarre... Um just the, just the most bizarre primary I've ever seen in my lifetime. So weird. I mean, it is you've got a guy who is they're doing everything they can to put him in jail. He may be in jail by the time the the uh, election comes around. And I don't honestly know if that's going to help or hurt him. I, I really don't know. Um, <laughs> it's it's crazy. All, think, think of, of that. Things. Just that. Yeah. All the things yeah. that are, are strange. Right. You have a guy who may go to prison, right? It may help him. It may hurt him. The leading candidate is not participating in the debates. That, that's a weird thing, right? Yeah. The leading candidate is a former president of the United States. That's really weird, right? Like when it's not in consecutive terms, like that is, it's happened, but it's pretty odd. You have 
on the Democratic side, a guy that is overwhelmingly disliked by his own voters in this poll, more than half of Biden's voters say he's too old to be president. Listen to this. His approval on the economy in the battleground states, economy, his approval is 39 percent. That's catastrophic. 57 percent disapproving. CBS and I think it was CNN just took a poll about are we in the wrong direction, right direction. 74 and in one poll and 75 percent in another poll say we're on the wrong track. That's historic. Mm. Um, he has nine percent strong approval on the economy and 48 percent registering strong disapproval. It's worse than a five to one ratio of strong, you know, anti uh, on the economy. Mm. Five to one. Also, separate polling for Gallup going back seven decades. Republicans have never before enjoyed a larger edge on the primary issue of the day, the economy. Seven decades, 70 years They've not seen polling like this. Even through Reagan. Yeah. Think about that. 40% of people that are polled right now say they're afraid their income is not going to be able to cover the house and the food and everything else because of inflation. And they know who's responsible. They are blaming it on Bidenomics. Um, real, Real incomes... Uh, declining real incomes make the staples of life difficult to finance and housing affordability has never been worse. This is according to Goldman Sachs. The first time in history, the average apartment rent is $2,000 a month. The average apartment up from 1600 when Biden took office. Battleground state voters overwhelmingly blame poor policies for this financial squeeze. 71% now say it's government policy that has contributed to this rise in rent, with 50% blaming the government a great deal. That's that's pretty significant. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it is. And, you know, you, when you look at the economy, there's some interesting breakdowns when you look at the economy. They're all bad for Biden. There's nothing there. You know, even people who didn't like Trump are saying, well, you know, look, at least the economy was good when he was president. If you go back, you know, Glenn, 30 or 40 years, the only two times that people were really optimistic on the economy overall were like 1998 to 2000, the end of that uh, mm-hmm. of the Clinton era when the internet was kicking in, Correct. right before the recession that, by the way, started when Clinton was president. Um, uh, but people didn't know that during the election. And then secondarily was the period 2018, uh, 17 to 2019. Or, excuse me, 2018 to, to March 2020 is really the, the, the cutoff well, was we March re, 2020. We, we talked about it. Everything was going so well that only some catastrophic event <laughs> at the end of his term. And lo and behold, we did see one. a catastrophic event. Yeah, listen to this. Guy. This is an interesting breakdown from the Times um, on, on the economy. A pound of bacon costs an average of $7.08 in the U.S., 21% more than when Biden took office. 21. One percent. The Biden, uh, the price of coffee beans has risen thirty-three percent. A gallon of gas is seventy-two percent more expensive, 
And because inflation affects everyone, it can damage the public mood more than any almost anything else. And in parentheses, yes, the inflation has in, fallen sharply this year, but most par- prices have not fallen. Only their rate of increase has. This is something we've made a point on this a uh, hundred times, but you could see they're like trying to baby spoon feed this to their actual Democratic audience here and saying, hey, the reason why this stuff isn't working here is the rate might be coming down a little bit, but the prices are still increasing. It's a rate of increase. Mm-hmm. Um, but listen to the, I thought this was fascinating. A president can't do much to bring down prices in the short term. Yet Biden has taken steps to reduce energy prices. He approved. <laughs> and, again, this is, a, this, is a Demo- this is a Democrat talking yeah. to other Democrats. Yeah, right, like, okay. Think of it in that perspective. All right. So we're in, we're in Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. He approved an enormous new oil project on federal land in Alaska while enacting billions of dollars of subsidies for clean energy. Now, again, that doesn't we know that doesn't bring down. But the Alaska thing is kind of interesting. He has been strangely unwilling to brag about the Alaska project, as Matthew Iglesias noted in a recent Substack newsletter. Biden seems more focused on avoiding criticism from climate activists than on winning over swing voters who can help reelect arguably the most climate-friendly president ever. Again, it's Democrats speaking to Democrats. Ignore some of the context here. My but, eyes are bleeding. But it's interesting, like the right? guy in Casino Royale where blood is just trickling <laughs> just, out of the side of my eye, you know? <laughs> but I mean, if you think about it from just a political standpoint, you have this one thing in Alaska You'd think in this moment, you're touting that to swing states, right? You're going crazy, making it to a much bigger deal than it actually is. There's a similar dynamic on immigration. Undocumented migration into the U.S. has surged after Biden took office, partly in response to his welcoming campaign rhetoric. That's one one way to put it. Listen to that. And mainly... uh, That's Democrats to Democrats. They don't say that mainstream. What rhetoric? We weren't. No, we were not inviting them. What are you talking about? Sent a strong (laughs) message. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Many Americans are unhappy about the surge, although Biden has since taken steps to reduce the surge. Again, not how I would describe it. (laughs) However, although Biden has since taken steps to reduce the surge, he rarely emphasizes these popular steps. These are steps that poll well with the Mm -hmm. American people. He seems more focused on progressive activists than swing voters. Yes. So what does that mean, Glenn? Like, that why is, wouldn't he tout, politically speaking, go to the middle, say, I swear I'm doing stuff. I know you don't see it, but I swear I'm doing it. Instead, he's worried about criticism from crazy left-wing activists. Because crazy left-wing activists put him into office. It was the unions and the crazy left-wing act, uh, uh, advocates that are the ones who are also backing him up with muscle. That's why he's that's why he's now saying, you know, Israel, you should be nicer to Hamas. We, we, we maybe you should slow down because he's lost or in danger of losing the people mm. that are behind. Did you notice the signs? Did anybody look at the signs that were on the uh, streets of Washington, D.C. and New York and every place else this weekend? Um, you're not talking about the ones where they were painting uh, stars of David on the buildings, right? No, you know? no, okay, no, no. Good, where they good. killed that woman? Mm. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. Um, no, I'm talking about the printed signs about, you know, a free Palestine. Mm. The bottom of it, go look at the pictures provided by the Socialist mm. Workers Party. Okay? This is a socialist-run thing. So you've got all... 
all of that wrapped up into the Palestinian thing. He cannot afford to lose his muscle. He can't afford to lose those advocates because those are the strongest. What's going to happen is you're going to have those people or you're going to have the people who are like, you know what? I, I just I'm not even going to vote mm. because that's the way I think that's the way your supporters are getting on Biden. If they don't flip, they're just not motivated because he's not doing anything good for them. How much of this is Biden guarding his flank for a challenger like a Gavin Newsom, like someone else who's going to come out of the woodwork and say, oh, you know, I what? think I think a great deal of it, a great deal. Listen to this from Axelrod. Um, he said uh, it's David Axelrod, the former. Uh, what was he? Uh, Obama administration official. Yeah. I don't remember his exact role. Uh, it's very late to change horses and a lot will happen in the next year that no one can predict. Um, and Biden's team says his resolve is firm to run. I'm justly proud of his accomplishments. Um, however, his poll numbers send tremors of doubt, not bedwetting, legitimate doubt. Trump is a dangerous, unhinged demagogue whose brazen disdain for the rules, norms, laws and institution or democracy democracy should be disqualifying. But the stakes of miscalculation here are too dramatic to ignore. Only Joe Biden can make this decision. If he continues to run, he will be the nominee of the Democratic Party. What he needs to decide is whether that is wise, whether it is in his best interest or the country's. Wow. He's got to have somebody behind him. He's a power. He's a he's a big you know, group of connections inside the Democratic Party. This isn't just oh, some yeah. guy saying no, this. No, this no, is no. a big deal. This is deal. Axelrod. Yeah. This is Axelrod. More in just a second. Mm. Uh, first, we all know that aches and pains come with getting older, but it doesn't mean you have to accept it. Let me tell you about Rod. He's from Texas. Relief factor. Uh, played a li- uh, role in his life. Besides his regular job, Rod built houses on the side for years. That led to horrible hip and back pain. When he heard about Relief Factor, he decided, I'm going to give it a shot. Within four days, he said, his pain has had pretty much subsided and it continues to get better over time. Rob summed it up. Being pain free is indescribable. If you're living with pain, see how Relief Factor, a daily drug free supplement, can help you live a better life every day. I can tell you it's got me out of pain. I got my life back when I started using Relief Factor. See how Relief Factor can help you. Their three-week quick start. It's 1995. Comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. So give it a try. Visit relieffactor.com or call 800 the number 4 relief. That's 800 the number 4 relief. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. 10 seconds station ID. Meanwhile, the Biden campaign are saying that uh, they want to warn people in advance. It's going to be a very close election. It's going to be very close. They might have to stop. <laughs> they might have to stop counting in the middle of the night, you know, because that's the way we do it now, I guess. We've gotten more sophistication uh, in every we have. We have faster and faster ways to do everything and to make sure it's more and more accountable, except for in voting. 
then I don't know. We might have to. I mean, we only have kerosene and we could run out of kerosene in the middle of the night. And so we'd have to start with fresh eyes in the morning. Um, So Biden is warning of a very close general election, which is it shows delusional thinking, delusional thinking. Why? Why? Yeah. Why do you think it's delusional? Did you hear you just give the poll results? <laughs> no, I know. I know why I think it's yeah, delusional. But what they're saying is. What's his thought process? His thought process or their thought process is it looks bad. So let's admit that it looks bad. But let's let's say it's not that bad. Mm. It's not that bad. It's going to get it. It's going to be close. It's going to be really close. You know, there's a lot of things that could happen that could change everything like war, economic collapse. Uh, Jesus coming back. I mean, who could predict the election if Jesus came back in August? It'd be difficult. I, mean, I, I think Jesus would probably win if he wanted to. But I think he's going to. I've yeah. read the end of the book. Yeah, not well, gonna be running remember, for president. There's not a lot of election stuff in no. there per se. But no, there's not. You, you know, no, there's no, there's not. Yeah, no, there's I mean, not. of course. Look, obviously, a lot of things. I think there could be a change. The, the, this will knock him out. Um, if there is a terrorist attack in this country before the election, it will I, knock I, him out. These polls are bo- getting to the point that are, they're bad enough that you, you really need to make that calculation if you're a Democrat to just oh, maybe yeah. pull the plug on this. I mean, this is ugly. Yeah. you. But, I mean, think of this. If he had a terrorist attack, if there was a terrorist attack, which we just avoided one in Texas, by the way. Did you see this news? Jordanian uh, Jordanian man living in Texas on an expired visa. Gee, that sounds familiar. Had trained with weapons to possibly commit an attack and was researching how to construct bombs. Mm. Uh, The possible terrorist suspect had remained detained pending further criminal proceedings. 20 year old Jordanian national charged with possession of a firearm uh, by a prohibited uh, person, blah, blah, blah. So it looks like. He came into the country with a visa. Then he overstayed exactly what the Department of Homeland Security was founded to do. Get the people who are on expired visas out of here. But how many of these people do we have? And the FBI has been busy, uh, you know, looking for extreme Catholics and, and parents that are too radical to talk at their school board. This, if there is a terrorist attack, God help us all, but it will be placed squarely on the at the feet of Joe Biden. The Glenn Beck Program. Rita in Florida says, my dog Timmy's medicine added to his prescription dog food is so critical that he eats, but he doesn't, he's lost interest in food. Uh, after another old dog of ours passed away, he's just not eating. Our vet suggested another prescription to stimulate his appetite. Decided to try Rough Greens before introducing another drug, and I'm happy that I did. With Rough Greens stirred into his food, Timmy was not only interested in eating again, but he also wanted to go for a walk, play with his toys, chase squirrels again. Thank you, Rough Greens. Rita, I am so glad that happened with your dog, and this is exactly the thing that I had with, with, with Uno. He would not eat. We went to the vet over and over and over again. Like you gotta, we're like, we're hand feeding him. He just is not interested in it. Then we started with rough greens. 
Rough Greens would like you to get the first trial bag just for your dog to try out for free. You just pay for shipping, so you can call them now at 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Sprinkle it on your dog's food and see if your dog doesn't eat like my dog and Rita's dog has done. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Inflation is up, but the price of Blaze TV, you can still save a ton. 36 bucks off your subscription with the code Glen+. Well, the judge just said to uh, Trump's attorney as the trial in New York has started, you better take control of your client. Uh, this is not a political rally. Uh, Trump should have said, you're right. It's uh, just a political hit job. It's just a political kangaroo court. Um, but uh, I digress. We're going to take your phone calls here in just a minute. There's a couple of things that um, we should add to this. Life is about to change. Um, and there's no reason to fear that um the world has changed several times but this one we because it could be such a violent change we have to be very very careful there's a couple of things however that are coming out um blaze uh announced on friday i think it was that we are we have been granted access to all of the january 6th footage so Blaze TV has uh, researchers going through that right now, uh, and we know what we're looking for. There have been people that work for us that have been granted uh, some access here and there, but you're going to see some very large stories about uh, the January 6th footage come out that show the exact opposite of what everybody has said. Um, also, uh, you have a newly surfaced video that just uh, came out with Ray Epps, Another video of him rallying people the night before uh, the Capitol incursion on January 6th. Truth of Media released this one. This is unseen video clips of Epps reportedly urging supporters of Donald Trump to go into the Capitol. Now, listen to this. Footage shows Epps purportedly instructing the crowd, the Donald Trump crowd, I'm going to put it out there, okay? And I'm probably going to go to jail for it, okay? But tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. The video then shows at the Stop the Steal rally, reacting, saying, no, others booing the idea of storing the Capitol, and others chanting, fed, 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 fed. So now, how do you have a group of people that the night before, when they hear this plan openly, Boo it, say no, and say, you're a spy. You're, you're, you're somebody who's trying to get us all in trouble. You're fed. Um, the um, video is very, very clear. Why did Ray Epps get a minimal sentence? Why, why did that happen? Then you have the border, which is wide open. So you have January 6th going to be discredited. You have the Donald Trump trial, which God only knows what's going to happen in all of these trials, but that's going to hit. Then you have the border, which we know is already causing all kinds of problems. I mean, if you're if you're in Houston or anywhere in Texas and traffic is bad, why do you think that is? Why do you think we we've added the 10th largest state 
to our population just from over the border. The 10th largest state. We've added it. Our infrastructure is not prepared for that. Nowhere. So you have not only that, but you have now people who are not able to get jobs, chaos, the schools are breaking down, et cetera, et cetera. And then you add on top of that Hamas and Israel and the president now playing footsie with Hamas and care. Thursday, they announced uh, the establishment of the first ever national strategy to counter Islamophobia. We're having a problem with anti-Semitism. And he introduces the strategy to counter Islamophobia. And he's put people on this task force, an interagency group to increase and better coordinate U.S. government eb- efforts to counter Islamophobia, anti-Semitism and related forms of bias and discrimination within the United States. So one group that he puts on is CARE. Now, why why would CARE be a problem? CARE was founded in 1994 by the Muslim Brotherhood. The Muslim Brotherhood also founded Hamas. Before it was called Hamas, it was called the Muslim Brotherhood in Palestine. The current director and founding member of CARE, Nihad Awad, has stated that he has supports he supports Hamas. Now, he retracted that after they engaged in the suicide bombing attacks. And then, you know, then, you know, this is craziness. I'm not for all of this. He supported care for several years. Awad did and ran it for several years after the release of its founding charter in which Hamas's founding charter calls for the slaughter of all Jews and all infidels. I don't know. I think we should maybe keep care off of that. So you have that happening. The economy happening. Do you know how many war? Do you know how many things can come? And I don't think really any of them are good for the president. If you have another if you have another George Floyd thing, except this time it's Palestinian driven. You have a terrorist strike. We go to war. Do you think that's going to help or hurt the president? I mean, Donald Trump is known for chaos, but only chaos with the elites, not chaos in the country. The country was running fine. Country was doing well. It was the elites, the media, and everything else. And we're like, I'm tired of him calling people names. I understand that. I understand that. I get it. But do you think people are going to choose chaos in the upper regions when they know what they know, that all of this stuff? Remember, 50% of the country blame all of the prices and everything else on the government that number is only going to get bigger i give you a couple of these numbers on war stuff here for a second yeah over here um the israeli-palestinian conflict can you imagine how much this must be killing joe biden to read these numbers donald trump 50 percent supported uh, on that and joe biden 39 
So Joe Biden, who comes into office with what he sees as, you know, six decades of international experience, right, under his belt. It's the whole reason he was, yes, you know. Donald Trump was going to get us into a war. Yeah, and, and the whole reason he became vice president in the first place. Well, there's two reasons. One, he was white. But then uh, <laughs> that was something, by the way, that that's not me saying that. That's what Barack Obama said. He needed to have a white guy with a normal sounding name because they wouldn't trust you know, the American people are racist, obviously. So they wouldn't they oh weren't elected without a white vice president. Jeez. But also his foreign policy experience. Right. He comes into office and now people trust Donald Trump more than him on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. There's in, two interesting things on Ukraine as well in this polling. Um, number one is uh, on the positive side. Do you, the best of your knowledge, do you think Joe Biden personally profited from his son's business dealings in Ukraine and China? Obviously something we've talked about quite a bit. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, 50% say yes, he's personally profited. 35% say no. So a 15-point margin. 10% say they don't know enough to say. That's the on the positive side. The negative side is something that we should be cognizant of as we go forward in the way that we talk about this stuff and, and at least message it. Um, providing additional economic and military support to Ukraine. This is something that if you listen to conservative media, I think people would believe have a, has about a 5% approval rating. The actual numbers in swing states, 58% support, 38% oppose. So this is something you wonder why he's talking a lot about Ukraine. It's among his best issues mm. when it comes to polling over. Mm. And this is not just this poll over and over and over and over again. Generally speaking, people support helping Ukraine. It's Generally speaking, it's it is changing, mm-hmm. and, but it's changing pretty slowly. Yes, and it is changing. Those numbers are down from the beginning of of the conflict, certainly. So I do think you're right, and it's changing. But uh, it's I think it's one of the reasons why Nikki Haley shows up quite well in these polls. People criticize her for her comments in the debates, and at times I've been critical of them as well. But there is still a a, a decent chunk of Republicans who look at foreign policy and more of that hawkish view. And also now that Democrats and a lot of independents are also supporting this type of funding and involvement, it is probably helping her and could theoretically hurt a candidate who says, I'm not going to touch this. We need to pull out all of all funding. Uh, again, that doesn't, it's not a good reason to change your policy. You should support what you think is right not look at polling, but it is something that you have to look at and be aware of as you're running a campaign. You know, what's really interesting is um, the Democrats have only made in their viewpoint, Donald Trump more dangerous. And here's why they have now gone after all of his attorneys. Okay. Threatened to put them all in jail. They have uh, taken Mm -hmm. everybody who was in that administration prior to many of them got into the administration to try to temper Donald Trump mm-hmm. um, and uh, make sure that he holds the line on the Constitution. They destroyed everybody's life after Donald Trump. If Donald Trump wins, who do you have, Democrats? Who do you have? Who does even the, the middle right have that will feel comfortable who, who do you have on the strong right that will feel comfortable? My life won't be destroyed because I went to work for him. So any hope of having somebody that, you know, would temper him 
you've destroyed all of that. Yeah, all you're going to have left is true believers. And again, yeah. that might be very good if you if you like Donald Trump and his policies. He might push harder on these things. He may not be but won over by to, advisors that, that he, disagree. He has to hire 40,000 people. <laughs> 40,000 wow. people. Who's putting that list together with him? I know. And I know you started this with think of what the left has done here, like from their perspective. And I yeah. think that's an important way of looking at it. You've now, you're going to put Donald Trump in. There's going to be no one to tamper his worst instincts to your to your view, if you're a leftist, his worst instincts. This is the scariest thing of all time. And now you've got a guy who does not seem capable of beating him. Right. And I, the position they're in is incredible. So what, do, what choice do you have if it looks like he's going to win? I mean, what do you do? What do you do, Glenn? If you're a de- you, to put yourself in the position of a Democratic operative right now, you're trying wait, to wait, 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 a Democratic or a leftist operative. Well, a leftist operative does not want Donald Trump uh-huh. and a Democratic a difference between right. a leftist and a Democrat. I still am trying am to hold on to that. Very interested in, in your opinion on both. Can you okay. give me both? Yeah. Hang on. Let me do a commercial. We'll come back. Uh, Veterans Day is coming right up. Tuttle Twins has the perfect gift for your kids for the occasion. Uh, If you haven't been paying attention lately, our American history is constantly being rewritten by the left. The postmodernist approach has been has seen everything in terms of powerful, powerful, keeping a boot on the neck of the marginalized. All of this stuff is is happening and we see it every day. All history, American history is more complex than what we are being told. Writers of the Tuttle Twins books know your kids are being exposed, exposed to garbage and every time they go into a history class uh, classroom. If you want to teach your kids the true principles of our founding, to look up to the heroes that built our nation and to be excited about personal empowerment instead of victimhood, you need to get them the Tuttle Twins history books. Big sale on these books right now. You want to check them out this week only. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Veterans Day deal and bonuses. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Glenn Beck. So your question is, if I were a Democratic operative or a leftist operative, what would I be doing right now? If I were a Democrat, I would be doing exactly what David Axelrod is doing, using every tool and every persuasion I possibly can with the Democrats to get Joe Biden off the ballot. That's a big, I mean, certainly that seems sensible but what's your plan after that because you have to have a plan Uh, my plan is my backup plan is gavin newsom okay my plan is michelle obama Hmm. so if i'm david axelrod i am with michelle and barack obama all the time right now pleading 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 and i'm bringing all big investors and all big democrats bringing everybody i can michelle you're the only one Donald Trump is going to be the end of, you know, freedom, blah, 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 doing all of that. Mm. If I can't get her to go, then I go for Gavin. But it's only as a backup because Gavin, a fresh face, might be able to pull this off uh, other than Joe Biden. 
uh, one one way you'll be able to tell if that Michelle Obama thing is happening is if you suddenly start seeing polls come out with yes. her included in them. Yes. What, what, what would it be if Michelle was against right. Donald Trump? Right. Look for those. And that could happen at any time. Mm. That could happen at any time. Um, the um, if I'm a leftist, however. Yeah. OK. Uh, it's a completely different world. Some leftist activist. If I'm a activist, you know, anarchist. um, the worst part of the Palestinian, you know, movement, Hamas style movement. Um, I know I would think that Donald Trump is going to be law and order this time around, and he's not going to screw around. And if he gets in, we're going to lose a lot of our power. And so I know this is leftist thinking. I know when a country swings so far, it's who grabs the pendulum and, I think Donald Trump could grab the pendulum. So what I would be doing would be causing as much chaos on the street as possible. I mean, what you saw this weekend trying to get in to the, yeah. the White House Tlaib actually saying that Biden has committed genocide. We notice we haven't heard anything from Louis Farrakhan. What was he saying this weekend? You have the people that have come across the border, you have all of the conditions to to uh, create massive chaos before this election. I, I, if I were a leftist operative, I'd be encouraging that um, because that would force the president into emergency powers. So, Michelle Obama, Gavin Newsom. Emergency powers. That's that would be my plan. I hope that's not their plan. The Glenn Beck Program.